Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Believe in GCU, presented by the Believe Podcast Network, episode number 23, the big 2-3. We're back five weeks later. You thought it was the end of season one. This is like season 1.5, season one and a half before we jump into season two in the fall. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Well, Jack, I believe we just hired some new basketball coaches. Molly Miller, clap, 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 clap. What would Bryce Drews be? Just Bryce, 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 Bryce. Yeah, I don't really know. It doesn't work. It doesn't roll off the tongue if you do uh, Bryce, Drew. And it's not Scott Drew. We we were talking a little bit before we went uh, live here on the recording. You kept saying Scott Drew. We, we, We hired Bryce Drew. Scott Drew is his brother, the head coach at Baylor. Not the same guy, though. Say again? Not the same guy. I I was with I was with a buddy of mine at the uh, MLB winter meetings in San Diego in December, and he was making friends with uh, I think his name was Sean Cashman, who's Brian Cashman's cousin, and he, and they were talking a little bit. And he's like, "Oh, I'll give you my number," um, and he was like showing him the digits to put in. And he's like, "Oh, thanks so much, Sean." And then he put Brian Cashman as the contact, and Sean saw it. He's like, "No, that that's my cousin. Uh, I'm I'm Sean Cashman." He's like, "Oh, sorry." Oh, no. Rookie mistake. It happens. You live and you learn. But Bryce Drew is hired by uh, the Lopes. And uh, Paul Coro had an exclusive interview with him the day he got hired. And, of course, Dan Morley, unfortunately, out as a men's basketball coach for GCU. We wish him well in his future endeavors. What do you think the biggest reason was um, uh, in GCU moving forward with the signing, of course, of Bryce Drew and the departure of Dan Morley? You know, Jack— that's a great question. I don't want to speculate because speculation's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I don't have the answer for you. It's a great question for somebody in the athletic department, Jack. <laughs> it's a great question that's just going to sit up there and float for a while. No, but uh, of course, coming after, what, three years at Vandy? Bryce was at three, eight, eight seasons total as a head coach. He's 164 and 108. That's a 603 winning percentage for those of you counting at home. Uh, coming off a nine and 23 season at Vandy in Tennessee. So looking to redeem himself here with GCU. You mentioned beforehand that it's an entirely new coaching staff as well, correct? Yes, that is correct. New coaching staff. He hired, hired his assistant that he had at Vanderbilt, hired an assistant from Indiana who worked for John Calipari at Memphis and UMass. And then the other guy is coming from Illinois. Those are the three. So so they completely cleaned house. Yes. Interesting. So Marvin Menzies out. Uh, Marley, of course, out. Where do you think Menzies is going to end up? Uh, he'll, he'll find a job somewhere in Division One, guaranteed. He's a great coach. Of course, Bryce you know, Drew in his playing Bryce days. Drew, Bryce Drew, three-time tournament appearance, three tournament appearances. Had a couple 31 seasons. Best best known for the shot when he was a senior at Valpo to beat Ole Miss in the 4-13 matchup at the buzzer. I'm sure he's tired of reliving that shot. I'd say so. What was it, round one, 16th pick of the 98 draft? 18th. Yeah, 16th. No, you're right, 16th. And then his assistant, where's the article? Here it is. Jamal Walker, one of the assistants. He was at Illinois. So he's been to GCU Arena. Ed Schilling from Indiana and UCLA. And then Casey Shaw, who was his assistant for three years at Vanderbilt. 
And of course, looking to change the entire. Uh, like, what do you think the plan is moving forward? Obviously, Dan Morley developed a culture there for eight plus seasons. I mean, a totally new coaching staff uh, for a lot of these guys. Having an older team now, a lot of these guys. How many seniors are we gonna have next year? Only well, count two. Wow, that was a lot of counting. I'm trying to think, Alessandro and Mikey. Yeah, I think that's it. No, the NCAA is letting seniors from this past season, if they want to, to come back for another season, correct? But I don't think any of our guys are doing that. Only for basketball, not, not for basketball. Oh, only spring only semester? Spring, just the spring sports, yep. See, I was going to say, because there's a lot of, uh, of, of seniors that literally were probably going to miss, like, one game. Like, Carlos Johnson, like, was he going to be given the opportunity to come back, even though, like, at very minimum, he was going to miss one whack tournament game? Well, I think that was the thing, is that they played most of their season. They pretty much finished their season, which is unfortunate that you don't get to close it out, because, you know, they never got to play the conference tournament. But, hey, on the bright side, they went out with a win. If you look at it that way... <laughs> <laughs> you got to focus on the positive, I guess. Got to focus on the positive. Let's see. He averaged 25 wins go. per season at Valpo, and then won the Horizon League regular season championship four times during his five-year tenure from 2011 to 2016. And then in 2017, he assembled the greatest recruiting class in Vandy history when he signed a two uh, five-star. He signed two five-star prospects. And of course, Darius Garland. He played five games that season, including there. That's right. Was drafted by uh, what was it? Fifth overall. Fifth overall by the Cavs. Yeah, and then uh, he worked as a ESPN studio and game analyst. We know something about that. Visited college and pro uh, coaches. Spent time with uh, his wife Tara Thibodeau, uh, uh, his son Bryson, and of course uh, he was uh, part of uh, the fellowship of Christian athletes as well. Because again, big Christian, big faith guy. Kind of going to try and uh, uh, bring that type of mentality into the locker room next season. We mentioned the six NBA seasons uh, after getting drafted by the Rockets in 98. 6'3", point guard, uh, played for the Bulls, the Hornets. It'll be interesting to see how his players are able to adjust after, again, playing under Dan Morley for as long as some of these guys have. I, I know, again, we only have two, three seniors that we can count of. Um, but this is a relatively, because how many, if we only have three juniors, we got to have a ton of juniors on this team, right? Like, we're not really that young. I feel like a lot of these guys are being retained. See, I, gotta, I don't know. Well, Isaiah Brown transferred. He would have been a senior. He, he transferred to Weber State. No more downtown from Isaiah Brown. That, that's unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. He decided to go to Utah, Weber State, go Wildcats. Woo. Uh, the other purple team. Um, let's see. I know Bryce, Javon, Ethan are all sophomores. Rafe will be a junior. I think that might be it. Well, I, Plus your four incoming, three to five incoming freshmen. Okay, so like the atmosphere is going to change regardless. What about, uh, of course, we got to give the managers a shout out. Obviously, Ethan Cisneros coming back for his fourth and final season, the farewell tour as a GCU uh, men's basketball manager. What about uh, the others? Because we, we, what, we had two or three uh, graduating? Because Noah's gone, Trav's gone. Maggie's gone. Maggie's gone. Bobby, four. Bobby's four. Bobby Buckets, of course, he had to leave uh, before the end, but we understand. Only one senior this year. The man, the myth, the two-time guest, I believe, in GCU, Ethan Cisneros. Unless they hire another senior. Could be me. Are there a couple of uh, spots open? <laughs> there might be, Jack. See, that's how we get in. That's how we get, can now broadcast the men's basketball games. Just get in as managers. Br- oh, bring bring the headsets to the side to the uh, court side. Oh no, that would be good. We'd be those guys on the bench, though. I'm in. 
Everybody's got their water bottles, the Gatorade baths. We got our headsets on, microphones. Hey, it's all you need. Oh, Gabe McLaughlin. He'll be a junior or a sophomore. Sophomore. He'll be a sophomore. Add that to the sophomore class. Because he'll have three years of eligibility. He's a big-time get this season. Yeah, I think that might be it. Young team. It's a very young team. But the experience is there as well. And based on the how the season ended, again, like very minimum, they would have missed one game if again the season the way it played out last year there were a lot of those games where i feel like they could have won and they didn't pull it out just like was not a great season for men's basketball right and i feel like at very at very most they probably let's say they win the first round of that tournament i i I didn't see them going far in that tournament to be honest with you if i'm making an honest take here the the semifinal game would have been New Mexico State. Which has been uh, uh, quite the um, the obstacle over the past seven years or so. And that's yeah, a lot of his- that's a lot of history. Not one win against well, the Aggies in seven years. Well they have two wins, thank you very much. We have we are two and in- insert the number of losses. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. In our in our in our tenure, I guess, the last three years. Oh, the last three years we are O for eight. Giant goose egg. And a crazy Yes, game. I have. I have been 0 for 8. It's unfortunate. I'm yeah. feeling a 3 for 8 this year. When I go out, I'm feeling the sweep. Yeah, that, that, that's, uh, a, that, that's, that's that false confidence talking. We'll, uh, we'll that's quarantine Kyle talking. We'll revisit this episode in a year. <laughs> I remember we went to the one game uh, we went together was after our uh, pre-pregame show. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, it's GCU men's basketball versus New Mexico State. I forget. I think it was March 1st. What was the date this year? February 27th. Wow. You're right on the dot with that. February 27th, 2020, the pre-pregame show. And uh, we st- I stayed after the game. I was like the one guy who was like your awkward dad in the stands trying, yeah. to, trying to do all the moves. Because like I don't go to many men's basketball games. I'm not a havoc, unfortunately. Not a true fan. Uh, yeah, in other words, we were there, and there was this one picture that I showed you of uh, Frankie Scalzo with uh, someone from the Arizona Coyotes. Not thinking of his name right now. Uh, but they were taking a picture, and it was all over social media. And I'm like, oh, we were, like, right around there. Let's see if I can zoom in and see us. And there we were, like, t- talking crap about the guy. You mean Frankie Nunez? That's, that's the guy, Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, you said Scalzo. My apologies. We haven't uh, missed a beat yeah. here. We have not missed a beat here. Have not. All right, let's go on. Women's basketball. Molly is a rising start. That is a quote from Women's Basketball Coaches Association Executive Director Danielle Donahue. So Molly Miller is the new head coach of GC Women's Basketball after Nicole Powell uh, took a job with UC Riverside. Now, that wasn't a head coaching position, was it? It was. It was. She is the women's head coach at the University of California, Riverside. The Highlanders. biggest heel turn in women's basketball history. Bum, bum, bum. That'll be an interesting matchup when she eventually comes back to Phoenix. You can only hope, but hey, how about uh, you hire the person that has the... the Best win percentage among any active Division One, Two, or Three men's or women's basketball coach with at least five years of an exper- of experience and includes a stunning sixty-seven and one mark over the past two seasons. That's not too shabby. That's kind of a kind of a silent steal, if you ask me. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Let's see here. This year she guided, or last season she guided Drury to the Division Two Final Four with a record of thirty-two and zero. This year, before their NCAA tournament was canceled, and she put the Panthers at number one for every week of the Division One poll this season. 
Let's see. She um, work out to Yama. I think she, what she started out as a marketing director for what was it Springfield and uh, like Spine Institute. I think I think she was like putting her master of business administration to use while I think giving of course basketball instruction to players on the side and then of course she takes an assisting job and now um working her way up to head coach and now she has this opportunity with the Lopes after much success what would we say 1 180 and 17 record over the past 6 years at Drury yeah her teams win by an average of 28 and a half points they averaged 90 points this year. She's a two-time consecutive D2 coach of the year, and uh, they forced 30.8 turnovers per game. And we only we're only losing Deja Daniel, right? That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Because again, like, what was it? The second youngest team in women's basketball history. The one thing that we always remembered to allude to on the broadcasts. Yep. They're the second youngest team in women's basketball uh, today. If you haven't, if if you weren't listening, yeah, I think this is a great move by GCU. I think obviously. Uh, I think they really coincided with Nicole Powell. I think there was great chemistry there, especially this year. And now she leaves. I think there's going to be uh, more fuel added to that fire. New head coach. I feel like, given Molly Miller's success, she knows how to, how to handle players. She knows how to build uh, good chemistry. We'll see if it's a good fit. Because again, like she has all this success elsewhere at Drury in, in Missouri, um, two time Division two coach of the year, uh, going to D one now in Phoenix. It's going to be an interesting move. Yeah, I think she'll be just fine. 111 game win streak, or was top 25 for 111 consecutive weeks. She was undefeated at home in the conference. She lost five conference games in her tenure. I mean, she likes to uh, pressure as well. So I'm I'm all in on this new offense that's coming and defense for the GCU women. It's going to be running gun, high pace. Trapping full court defense, it's going to be thoroughly entertaining to watch. Well, we we were talking about it a lot last year, like when they were all going. Like I feel like Tavia Rowell got off to such a hot start, and then she slowed down. Laura Piera was hot, and then she was not. Deja Daniel, obviously, just uh, a, a beast down in the paint. But they were never all on fire at the same time. Like everybody had their moments, but no, none of them were on fire at the exact same time like they weren't all firing on all cylinders if they can get that going like tavia rowels of the world and uh obviously the jada hollands towards the end there that final stretch she was just guns blazing at the at the very end he was the really consistent one right at point guard um uh, who am i jada were really your only constants i may bryant if you can get her going again i thought she had a very fantastic freshman campaign comes back next year uh again same roster same same lock same locker room i mean i feel like they're only gonna get stronger don't forget you're getting taylor caldwell back next season as well so you can throw that into the mix because you didn't get to see her this season due to an injury i was gonna say what happened to taylor caldwell so So, yeah yeah, yeah. caldwell back throw taylor caldwell back into the mix after her freshman season two years ago, she had a pretty good one with Jada Holland. You get another ball handler, you get some speed, you get some shooting back. It's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting lineup. And I don't know who they have coming in, but um, she, uh, Coach Miller is very excited about the roster she has currently at GCU. So we'll see if they're able to do what she does, and that's win. We like winners at GCU. All for the winners. If you ain't Speaking first, you're winners, last. We have a boat libs. Yeah, that that's uh, pickup lines. Let's get to our winning, our award-winning, self-proclaimed 
segment, Lopes Libs. Third go around. Today's topic is today's topic, Kyle, is pickup lines. Oh no. We know a ton about pickup lines. For sure. You ever Let's used one before? I might use some of these. All right. Let's go. Believe in GCU is ready. Lopes Libs is ready. Let's do it here via satellite. Via satellite. Oh, hold on. I lost it. Oh, Jack. It happens. Uh, it shouldn't happen. You had one job. Let's see. See all of my books. Office speak. Party animals. Office oath. I think that was the last one we did. Found it. All right. Uh, well, good. Lopes libs, pickup lines. Give me an adverb. An ad? What's an adverb? I, I forget. An ad that is also a verb. That's not helpful. I'm going to need more. What's an adverb? Look it up. I'm doing it. A word or phrase that modifies or qualifies an adjective, verb, or, in other words, an adverb. Gently, quiet, okay, then, so there. Oh, gently. Let's go with gently. Da, 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 da. Come on, gently. I'm putting it in, all right. G. Come on. Noun. Jack O'Hara. A long noun. I am gentle. Yeah, what? Part of the body. Arm. Verb ending in I-N-G. Thinking. Noun, Kyle Borg. That works. Occupation, broadcasting. Love it. Ooh, another noun. I wasn't expecting three nouns. Ooh, under the antelope. Thunder the antelope. Plural noun. Ooh. Ooh, baseball players. Part of the body, plural. Plural. Thighs. Thighs. Ooh. <laughs> Adjective. Running. Running. Another noun? How many nouns do we need? Apparently a lot. Girls. Girls, girls, girls. Plural noun. Donkeys. Another plural noun. Oh, oh, wow. <sighs> Chickens. You don't want to go to a chicken and donkey party because a chicken and donkey party don't stop. Part of the body. Kneecap. Verb, past tense. A past tense verb. Um, ran. Ran. One more, an adjective. Um, hairy. Man, I think you've used that word before. It's kind of weird. All right, you ready? This yeah. week's Lopes Libs pickup line is, ever heard of these before? If so, run away gently. That sucked. Can I <laughs> can I buy you a Jack O'Hara, or do you just want the money? I don't know. Makes me feel cheap. Your, your arm must be real tired because you've been thinking through my Kyle Borg all night long. Okay. That should make you feel cheap. Your father must have been. <laughs> your father must have been a broad. Uh, oh, jeez, I think we got this one wrong. Your father must have been a broadcaster because he stole the thunder. He stole the thunder, the antelope from the baseball players and put them in your thighs. <laughs> that one would get me. Yeah, that one would get me. I'm screenshotting that one. Is it running in here or is it just you, uh, Kyle? Uh, well, it's just you. Do you have girls? No. How about a date? Look at all those donkeys. <laughs> look, look at all those donkeys and me with no chicken. Writing that one down uh, as we uh, speak. That's going to be a great analogy for the soccer broadcast. Look at all those donkeys running down the sideline with me and no chicken. Yeah, probably not. Do you have a bandage, Kyle? Because I skinned my kneecap when I ran for you. That one actually makes perfect sense. Uh, and last one here. I may not be the most hairy guy in the room, but I'm the I'm the only one talking to you. Ah. Wow. <laughs> uh, Alrighty then. 
Alrighty then. That was this week's Lopes Libs. Again, let, let, what do we want next week's to be? We did pick up lines. We did the Office Party Oath. I think we did Mixing Business and Pleasure in Vegas as the first one. Party Animals? Yeah. Party Animals. Next week can oh, be gosh. Party Animals. So love. That, gotta love Lopes Libs. So what? That was episode 120. Uh, 20- episode 23 in the books. Two, three in the books. Again, if you want to sponsor our show, head on over to Believe.com for all that nonsense. From everybody here at Believe in GCU, alongside my partner in crime, Kyle Borg, I'm Jack O'Hara saying sayonara via satellite because we can't leave our homes anymore. And uh, if I don't see you, which I probably won't, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And as always, uh, go Lopes. Go Lopes. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.